Salary negotiation is something I have a feeling a lot of people don't want to take on. I'm not sure if they're scared of it or if they just think whatever the new company is going to offer me, I will accept it or I'm getting promoted, whatever my company is giving me new now as a new package, I'm going to accept that. But you don't always just have to accept everything. You should know what you're worth, what your market value is, and then you should be able to negotiate the salary that you think fits best your abilities. And I've heard a lot of people pitch their salary negotiation techniques to me before job interviews or after they got promoted and they were not happy about it. And I've always seen a few mistakes that were being made. So today I'm going to talk about how you actually negotiate your salary successfully. Welcome to The Shyest in the Room, your podcast on career advice for introverts like me. If you are shy or socially anxious, but you want to build your career and you want to be successful in your career, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to today's episode on salary negotiation. That is such an important topic and so many people kind of neglect that because... I don't know, maybe they don't want to talk about money or they just want to be grateful for whatever they're being paid. But let me tell you, salary negotiation is really important because otherwise you're really going to miss out. So we have three areas usually where salary negotiation kicks in or is required. And that would be in job interviews, when you get promoted or when you're taking on extra responsibilities in your position. And basically, it's kind of like a promotion without a title, I would say. So first of all, for all three situations, preparation is key. My last episode was on knowing your market worth and knowing what you contribute. So it's really important that you know that you have an expectation in terms of money. How much money do you want to make? And that should be right how much you need to live. And then on top of that, the higher you climb, the more comfortably your salary should let you live. Now let's start in a job interview. So first of all, let's just look at the number. What is really important is that you have your set number and you know what is the salary you want to do the job for or you will settle for. Let's put it like that. And when you start out in the first negotiations in the job interview, you give a higher number because you need to leave room for negotiations, right? If there's no room for negotiation, you will never settle on what is your lowest number. So you have a lowest number and so does the company, right? They also have usually a range of what they can pay you and they will negotiate with you. And the higher you climb, of course, the tougher the negotiation gets, but give a higher package and leave room for negotiation. And then The next point is know your lowest number because also sometimes it depends. Uh, you might be applying for a lot of different jobs and you go for different interviews and there might be three, four jobs where you're saying, you know what, this is actually, this has all the key aspects I want. I'm be willing to do this job for this amount. And then maybe in another job, you're like, okay, this is not 100% what I'm looking for. I mean, it always depends on your situation. So maybe there you have a little bit of a different number, but this is all unique to everyone's situation out there in in the job market looking for a new job. But when you want to negotiate, you need to know your lowest number. And the next step is you stick with it. Not saying walk away from every job because of salary. That's just what I said before, right? It really depends on how flexible you are there. But if you calculate yourself a lowest number that you expect in terms of salary, then you stick with it. 
do not let the company bring you far below that. No, you stick with it because you already gave a higher package and then you negotiate. And then if you drop below that number that you need to cover all your expenses and to basically live up to that extent that you have built your life on, I would say, then you have to stick with it. So these are the three things when it comes to the salary itself. You give a higher package, you know what would be your buy-in number at the end of the day that you would take the job for, and you stick with it. And then actually it comes to how you sell it, which would be first you speak with confidence. What I found is you always get that confident in a job interview while you talk about all you have achieved. The more you prepare for it, the more you talk about your CV and the more you talk about your achievements, that confidence builds up. So take that confidence that you get from thinking about your achievements, talking about your achievements, going through your CV and then speak with confidence about the salary that you are expecting from the company. And from your body language, keep eye contact. You know, it's nothing. Asking for a salary is nothing to be ashamed of. And you're also not begging the company. So if they ask you, what is your salary expectation? You keep eye contact. You speak confidently and you say that number that you have prepared. That's why it's so important that you know that number before you go or actually at every point in your career so that you're never thrown off by that question. Because when you're thrown off by that question in a job interview, there are always different stages, right? There might be three, four, five interviews. You don't know which one you will determine that question. So be prepared from the first interview that you go to, because if you're thrown off by the question that you have to think, you automatically, your body language automatically doesn't portray confidence. And that's for any negotiation. That's really bad. You need to have confidence. So be confident be open, but be firm and also speak with confidence and say, this is the number, this is the package, this is what I'm looking for. I know in interviews, this is hard and I've done all the mistakes. I have not looked at people where I said it. I've been throwing off by that question and I just really want you to not be in the same position because at the end of the day, it can really cost you or make you take a pay cut that you shouldn't take because you don't know how to negotiate properly. Let's face it, a company is profit driven. They will not hand out money for someone who doesn't ask for it. So be confident about it and in your job interview, know how to negotiate your salary. Now, the second case, which is now a little bit different, is when you get promoted. You are basically not really sitting with a stranger if you want to negotiate your salary. <laughs> you are actually sitting with your manager or your boss. So it's different than in a job interview. Okay, so you got the promotion. And usually after that, right, they want you to sign a new contract or a new addendum, uh, something that states your new salary. So you're giving that letter or you are giving that contract and you see that number and you know, I can ask more for that because either you know that others in the company are making more money in the same position, or maybe you have determined for yourself that in the next step, I should be getting this much or I should be getting a different benefit or something additional on top, whatever it is you have determined. So let's say you are not agreeing with the salary. Negotiate. Always negotiate. So many people, for some reason, see a promotion as a gift. It's not a gift from the company. It's not someone in the company randomly waking up, giving you a promotion because they felt like, you know, making your day or surprising you. When you start out your career and you're in your first job, sometimes it happens. Yes, you worked really hard and then surprisingly you get promoted. Maybe you didn't expect it or it was out of the blue and you're like, wow, okay, I'm really surprised by this. But when you work hard at your job, you shouldn't be taking it as a gift. It's not a gift. It's something you've earned. A promotion is something you've earned. You've worked for it. Okay. So don't think of it as the company giving you a gift or doing you a favor by promoting you. No. So your salary that comes with it should reflect your hard work and your value 
to the company, all that asset that you are for the company. Let me put it like that. Sometimes companies try to lowball you, okay? I mean, your company can be the greatest company to work for and have the highest employee satisfaction still. A company at the end of the day wants to make a profit. And personal costs, let me just put it out there how it is, are high for any company, are usually the highest cost any company has. So they might want to lowball you in your <laughs> promotion and then you just have to negotiate it. You go to your manager and you talk about that you're not accepting this. You want a higher compensation and you want a higher salary. See, it's still a shark tank out there, right? And you have to sometimes fight for the things. Actually, you always have to fight for the things. <laughs> Let me be honest here. And asking for a higher compensation, the company will not fire you, okay? So don't worry about it. You have to go, you speak about it, you negotiate, and then you negotiate. Maybe they will not give it to you in terms of a salary increase. Maybe they will give you a different benefit or whatever it is. Again, that's really unique. But if you do not agree with what they are offering you for the promotion, negotiate, talk about it. Nothing wrong with that. That's a given. That should always be a given. And your company will not see you less worthy or will not think that you are ungrateful for the promotion. Again, you don't have to be grateful for a promotion. You worked for it. It's your right to get promoted. So take that thought out of your head. Okay. The last thing is, it's kind of a little bit same as in a promotion, but it's when you take on extra responsibilities. So sometimes, let's say you are already like the CFO of a company or whatever, like, you know, if you look at the company tree and all the positions that are there uh, for certain positions, there is no other title going higher. So you've been in that position now for some time and you're taking on more responsibilities or you're taking on more projects or, you know, just overall your your quality is increasing. You are studying more, you are learning more and you want a higher salary. So then again, you set up a meeting with your manager and you highlight your value to the company and all that you've achieved and what you've contributed. And you make sure that you know these in terms of, you know, you can measure them most of the time. You bring that to the table. A good manager actually knows what you've contributed, but still be prepared to highlight those and then you negotiate on that. And here is the same thing. You're bringing value, you create value, you have responsibilities, you have the right for a salary negotiation and for a salary or benefit increase. So overall, whether you're starting out new or you're applying to have a change in job, transition in job, or you are going after that promotion. And I'm doing an episode on how to actually push for your promotions because usually promotions do not just rain down on you. So listen in for that. This will be in the next episode, but push for your salary and your worth in salary negotiations. Be confident in yourself. Speak with confidence. Stick to what you have set out for yourself, what should be your compensation, and you will do great. Don't worry about it, but be confident in it and push for it. Really write these things down and good luck with your next salary negotiation. Do not shy away from it. Thank you for listening today to The Shyest in the Room. And don't forget to subscribe if you want to learn more on mastering the business world as an introvert. Always remember, leaders are made, not born. Until next time. <laughs>